0: On this episode of Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A, we run down our 25 basic relationship human rights. Welcome to Narcissist Apocalypse Q&A everyone. I am Brandon Chadwick and today we are going to discuss the basic human rights that you have in a relationship. But before we get to that, if you want to be a guest on our survivor story episodes, please do go to Narcissist Apocalypse Dot com, Go to the top of the page where it says guest form, click on that guest form button, it takes you to our guest form page. Please read all of the instructions and there's a lot of instructions so please read them all and then either send us an email at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com or fill out our guest form and press the submit button there. So today we are going to talk about your rights. And I think it was the end of May is when I spoke to uh, Evan Stark. And Evan Stark uh, pretty much wrote the book with some others on coercive control. And you can find that episode uh, if you kind of go further back around. uh, It might have been the end of May, beginning of, of, of June. But in my chatting... With Evan Stark uh, after when we turned the recorder off, he encouraged me to not just focus on, you know, the things that are done wrong to people, red flags and all those things, but he wanted me to start reminding people of their rights. And since our conversation, I haven't actually been very good at, at doing that. So I, I kind of just wanted to start off. By doing an episode like this, so I could get into the flow of, of pointing out people 's rights to them, because when you 're doing an episode with someone or a survivor story episode, you know sometimes people ask me like "How come i don 't interrupt or not interrupt, but i don 't get more involved and what a lot of people don 't understand is when someone is telling the story pretty much from beginning to end for the very first time, uh, everyone is nervous on the other side of the microphone no one here is a pro storyteller so i do my best to stay out of the way and i try to only chime in when when needed and to chime in if someone might be struggling and i'll ask questions you might not even hear those those might be taken out uh, of the episode so sometimes when it comes to uh, pointing out rights um, moments pass And it's hard to get those moments back um, because you're trying to do things within the flow of the conversation and within the flow of the show. So I'm going to try and be more conscious, but Evan Stark really wanted me to remind people that they do have rights. And he wanted me to put those reminders in so... People will start to recognize if they're listening or you're listening and you're in these relationships to not just look at the things that are being done wrong, but to remember that you have rights. And when you get the clarity to start recognizing that I do have rights and momentum starts to uh, shift and move around and and you start to... um, you know, build towards leaving or uh, having change happen. Uh, Evan Stark really wanted me to remind people that, you know, when you start recognizing that you have rights, you start to, you know, maybe shake off the fog a little of of what's going on, the fear, obligation, the guilt, uh, the the crazy making that's going on and and the control. So today is all about uh, reminding you of the rights that you have, uh, within a relationship, and i 've written down twenty five rights. Hopefully, I have it all covered. hopefully some of them aren 't redundant uh, they 're in no particular order as well so uh, now uh, we're we 're going to begin so right number one I have the right to say no. And do not have to explain myself. And this is something that a lot of people don't realize. That when you do say no, no is no. You don't need an explanation. You don't need to justify why you're saying no. No should be good enough. And if someone who you are in a relationship with, even in, within family as well, friends, even work... If they start pushing back and asking for a reason, that is them trying to push back on your boundary and to look at and look at it in that way. That you know, asking you for asking you to explain yourself uh, or give you a reason why there is a no is is an attempt to really push on on your boundary and no. Uh, should just be no. Flat out, no is no. And it's your right to say no without any explanation at all. So number two on our list, I have the right to text or call back on my own time. And this one is all about control. So if you're with a partner, family, friend who's uh, getting upset with you that you are not texting them back or calling them back within the time frame that they want, that's not your problem. That is their problem. It's a controlling uh, behavior on your end. And not that you need a reason to... Um, not text or call them back on your time. You don't. It could be you're, you're taking time to yourself. Or you could be with someone and you are present in that conversation with someone or in the presence of someone else, whether it be time with your kids or maybe your partner's calling you and you're spending time with a very good friend of yours and they want you to get a hold of them. But you're holding space for your friendship And, you know, you're present for that person. And it's important to be present in those situations. Um, So there's a myriad of reasons to not text or call uh, back in your own time. But then there's also reasons of like, I just don't want to. I need time and space for myself. So you do not have to uh, text or call back. So number three on our list of relationship Bill of rights, your rights. I have the right to be free of pressure or coercion uh, into anything I don't want to do, and this one can be any type of situation a lot of times in you know, when you listen to our podcast, um, sex comes up a lot where people are feel that they are pressured or uh, coerced into, uh, having sex. Um, people use uh, guilt and shame in these situations as well. Um, so they're guilting you or, or shaming you and, and pressuring you to coerce you into doing things that you don't want to do. Number one, four on our list is I have the right to stay in contact with my family and friends and freely participate in activities without my partner. And this is all about isolation. Um, and you know, if you're in a relationship where you're not seeing your family or friends, or you're always having to do things with your, your partner, uh, this is isolation. It's part of control. So, you know, you have the right to stay in contact with uh, all of these people, uh, no matter what your partner says or wants you to do. If there's an ultimatum of any sort, that's uh, their problem and you have the right uh, to do that and it's healthy for you to stay in contact with all these people, especially um, if someone you're in a relationship with is controlling or is going to be abusive, these lines of um, connection to these people are just so important. So just remember that you have the right to stay in contact with family and friends and freely participate in activities without your partner. And number five on our list is I have the right to be safe from physical abuse, intimidation, and threats. So, with uh, if your family members, friends, uh, and and, and uh, romantic partners, uh, this is just your basic rights. Uh, physical abuse is, uh, you know, it's easy to understand. Intimidation can be lots of things. Uh, intimidation can be hovering over you uh, with a stare, using their body in a lot of ways to maybe block doors or, or, or just kind of the way they're imposing their stature upon you that is, um, done in a way to make you feel smaller, um, done in a way to make you feel like you cannot move in a situation. It feels, uh, physically threatening. You know, some intimidation is verbal. If they're saying that you better not do, uh, X or you'll regret it. Um, you'll regret it carries a lot of, uh, meaning. It's not saying exactly what's going to be done, but it's intimidating and it's creating fear. And that goes along with uh, threats as well. Part of threats is intimidation. And then also threats can be, you know, threats of suicide. With uh, threats of suicide, that's a way to control you. It's a way to have you feel guilty um, to stay within a relationship as well. So just always remember that you have the right to be safe from physical abuse. You have the right uh, to be safe from intimidation and threats as well. Number six on our list of relationship bill of rights is I have the right to my personal space, privacy, and alone time. And a lot of people, uh, when they're in these types of relationships, they don't get any of these things. No personal space, no privacy, and alone time. This is your basic right. You're allowed to... You know be alone and 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 caretake yourself number seven on our list. I have the right to live in a home that's not dictated by the other person's mood, and you know you hear a lot of the time when someone's at home and they've been there all day, they might be in a good mood themselves. And the thing that they fear most is when their partner comes home. You don't know what mood they're going to be in. And that's also when you're coming home, and you might be sitting in the car in the driveway, and you don't want to go into the house because you don't know what mood that house is in. And you know that it's going to rule the roost. And that's not fair to anyone, And so if you notice that someone's mood is dictating the mood of the whole entire home, you have to remember that you have the right to live in a home that's not dictated by the other person's mood. You do not have to walk on eggshells in your own home. It's your basic right. And number eight on our list, I have the right to live without verbal attacks, Jealous questioning, blaming, accusations, nitpicking, and all other verbal devaluations. That is your right. It might not seem like it's your right while you're in it. Because so many people are so far in it, they don't... You stop thinking about what my rights are in a lot of ways, as Evan Stark told me. And as, as these things just become so... Uh, ingrained in your daily life you start to stop you you don't remember what your life was like beforehand so just remember you have the right to live without verbal attacks jealous questioning blaming accusations nitpicking and all other verbal devaluations number nine on our list i have the right to be me and to be good enough just As I am. And this one is relationships. And this one is family. And this one is friends. And a lot of time when you're in these situations, a lot of people just don't feel that they're uh, good enough anymore. And that may be what their partner is saying about them all of the devaluations that have occurred um, have really taken its toll on you and you start to feel that maybe you're just not good enough um, or you even have the right to be yourself anymore and you've moved yourself within a box or you've um, really fit yourself to become as small as possible to live within that space. You're not even taking up space to... Live or breathe. And, you know, this right is the right to remind you that you are good enough, just as who you are. You have the right to be yourself and that you are allowed to take up space. That's your right. You are allowed to take up space. You don't have to fit into someone else's box to live. So that is number nine. I have the right to be me and to be good enough just as I am. And number 10 on our list is I have the right to a 50-50 relationship. And we hear lots of stories on our show when it comes to The abusive person in the relationship, the toxic person just takes zero responsibility for everything. And it really comes out a lot when children uh, come into the mix and when it's waking up in the middle of the night to take care of the baby, when it comes to cleaning, when it comes to cooking, when it comes to household chores, when it comes to work, you really start to see a difference in the 50-50. It becomes an 80-20. Um, a 90-10 maybe it's a 100-0 and that's just in, in responsibility but then a relationship is also 50-50 when it comes to love am I loving this person more than they are loving me am I putting in more effort into connecting with the other person than they're uh, putting in to connect with me and you have the right to a 50-50 relationship When it comes to your feelings, your emotions, the relationship health in general as far as love goes, and the relationship, um, the duties when it comes to the house, when it comes to the family, when it comes to the kids, when it comes to money, you have the right to be in a 50-50 relationship. Always remember that. Number 11 on our list. I have the right to express myself. And this is a big one because so many people get nitpicked or they get told that they're not smart or they get told that, you know, maybe their opinion doesn't matter or they could be with someone who's really toxic with toxic masculinity that says that, uh, you know, a woman should be uh, seen and not heard. Um, Or maybe it's the clothes that you're wearing are being controlled. Uh, So many things can go in the fact of what it is to express yourself of who you are. And uh, when you're in a controlling relationship with someone, an abusive relationship, slowly your identity starts to get eroded of who you were and who you are, and you get further down into this dark hole. You don't even recognize yourself anymore. And you have the right to express who you are. So number 11 is I have the right to express myself. And number 12 on our list is I have the right to have my feelings be respected. And when it comes to expressing your feelings, discussing your feelings, if there's a situation that um, you feel that the other person uh, in the relationship or a family member or a friend has um, really disrespected you and you tell them how it feels um, to have that happen to you and then they minimize that, that's an even further disrespect. So uh, you have the right to have your feelings respected. That is your right. If your feelings are not being respected, that's wrong. You have the freedom to express those feelings and for those feelings to be respected. So number 13 on the list is I have the right to defend myself. And this one is just a right to know that you have this right. When you're in an abusive relationship, this one is tough because sometimes you'll get told that you're the abuser if you try to defend yourself which can twist things around. Um, you know, sometimes when you're defending yourself, it escalates things even further with the abuser. And sometimes it's not safe to defend yourself. But uh, you, just to remind you, you have the right to defend yourself and that it's up to you to to, to really figure out like where is the best place to do it, if I can do it. Because um, it's not always safe to do so, but just want to remind you that you do have the right To defend yourself. So, number 14 kind of goes with number 13 a little, which is I have the right to end the relationship. And that is your basic right. If you don't think the relationship is working, if you don't think it's healthy for you, you have the right to end the relationship. If someone is guilting you into staying in the relationship, if they're saying that they can't live without you, they're doing anything to try to make you stay in the relationship at all. You do not have to for any reason, any sort of pressure that they're putting on you. You can leave the relationship and end the relationship whenever you want to. You can end the relationship here. You know, just because you have a gut feeling, you're, you're we're not even. I don't think we're compatible. I don't think we have the same type of shared future. I'm going to end the relationship. You have the right to end the relationship for whatever reason you want. And a lot of the times, and why I say it coincides with number 13, where you defend yourself is defending yourself in many ways is ending the relationship. So number 14, I have the right to end the relationship and that's also for a lot of people in religious communities you have the right to get divorced you don't have to stay married forever that belief that you know i made the uh you know i made the commitment to stay married forever i'm going to do whatever it takes to stay in this relationship to make it work you know that belief system maybe instead of thinking that way start thinking i have the right to end the relationship to start overriding that belief system that you might have Number 15, I have the right to accept help and to not owe anything in return or have it held over my head. And this is a really big one uh, to me that a lot of people uh, get into where once you accept help from someone um, that you think that you owe someone something. But no one ever owes anyone anything, just Kind of remember that right off the bat. You never know, you never owe anyone anything. So, uh, if you, especially if you're giving help to someone, you shouldn't expect anything in return. So, when you're accepting help, it shouldn't be expected that you owe someone something. And if someone thinks that you owe them something in return or holding it over your head, that's abusive, that's controlling. Um, you know, they might guilt you about it. They might shame you about it. You might feel shame uh, about that. And that's a big uh, thing that the feelings that are getting into your system there that might override um, what's going on. But uh, you have the right to accept help and not owe anyone anything in return. And number 16 on our list. I have the right to open communication. So what does that mean, open communication? Well, we've heard of stonewalling. We've heard of the silent treatment. We've heard of ghosting. You know, a lot of these, these are like really passive, aggressive uh, communication behaviors. And we're looking for like real communication. We want to know what's going on. We want it done in a healthy way. You know, if someone's going to take time and space, we want open communication about what that means. When someone might be able to come back to talk about it, that we know that they will come back. They just have to collect their thoughts. Uh, Things aren't being done as punishment. So, you know, open communication is done in a mature way that is meant to benefit everyone in the situation, to work through problems, to solve problems. So number 16, I have the right to open communication. That is your basic right. And number 17 on our list of relationship bill of rights on our relationship bill of rights. Did I say that properly there? I have the right to be told the truth. And I think this one is pretty self-explanatory. You have the right to be told the truth and to be in an honest uh, relationship from the get-go um, and throughout the whole entire relationship, that your relationship is based on the truth, not lies. And we know in abusive relationships that, um, you know, lies occur all the time from the beginning. And usually we're dealing with covert narcissists um, and abusers in a lot of situations and the lies start right off the bat of just who they are as a person. So you just remember that. I have the right to be told the truth. That is number 17 on our list. And number 18 on our list is I have the right to my own finances. So if you're dealing with someone who is um, controlling your finances, is um, giving you an allowance where it's kind of being piecemealed out to you um, or they are uh, not letting you spend on certain things or they're checking in on what you're spending on and being like you're spending too much on this and you're just getting the basic needs for the household while they're spending like crazy where things are not equitable in any sort of way. Um, If you're not allowed to have your own bank account uh, things along those lines where they're controlling how things are being spent, um, complaining about how you spend while they're doing some uh, other things, not being allowed to see the full disclosure of how much money the household has, or or maybe if they have uh, debt that they might be secretly hiding. Um, just remember that, especially if you're in a relationship like that and you're married, you have the right to see everything that's there. Everything's on the table. Um, and when it comes to financial abuse and fear of leaving, uh, it becomes a really big thing. Um, being able to have your own bank account, being able to stash money away and things along those lines. So always remember in your relationship that you have the right to your own finances. And number 19 on our list is I have the right to work and education. I have the right to education. So with family stuff, uh, growing up, uh, of course, you have the right to get as much education as possible, better yourself. Uh, Even if you're in a relationship and you want to go back to school, uh, you have the right to do that. If someone says, like, why are you going to do that? I have a job. You don't need to go back to school or you don't need to work. I have you. I have your back on this. Uh, No, if you want to work and if you want to further your education, that is your right to do so. Uh, if someone tries to take away your work or belittle your work or do a lot of those things, um, you know, saying that we have enough money, um, you know, saying that, um, I don't want my spouse to work. I've got this. This is the types of rules that we have, uh, or even saying that it's best for the, you to stay home with the children. Um, if you want to work, if you want to go to school, that is your Right. So number 19, I have the right to work and education, you know, and also, you know, number 19 here also flows into finances as well as this you know, working education, it's the ability for you to create your own money, create your own finances and have your own finances as well. And up next, we have number 20, and that is I have the right to be wary and ask questions when someone's actions don't match their words. If you're dealing with someone whose actions are not matching their words, and you get the gut feeling that something is going on, or you don't like what's going on because they're not, in a way, being truthful because their actions aren't matching their words, because that's also on our list of someone who tells the truth, And it's not done in an accusatory way. Uh, I would say it's done to try and clarify things. And if things can't be clarified, then that would be obviously a, a big red flag. And up next, we have number 21. I have the right to take care of myself first and to feel good about myself. And this harks back to, um, you know, replenishing yourself and you're only as good as, uh, how much energy you have and how well you're taking yourself and your self care. And you can't take care or be fully in like a, a relationship if you're being, uh, depleted and you're not feeling good about yourself. So if someone isn't letting you take care of yourself first, or their needs are superseding your needs and things are getting really out of whack um, in an abusive relationship or a religious relationship as a whole. Um, that is, things are just kind of getting misaligned. You always have to remember that you have the right to take care of yourself first and to feel good about yourself. If these things aren't happening, something is out of line for you to pay attention to, why it's going on, and where that needs to be fixed. So number 21, I have the right to take care of myself first and to feel good about myself. Number 22, I have the right to grow, change, and change my mind. So when you're in a healthy relationship, in a relationship, as a whole and you have a, your own kind of bill of rights you know sometimes being stagnant both of the people it's not a good thing if you're if you're stagnant you want to grow um, and you want to become a better version of yourself and when you try to do that sometimes things change your values might change you look at the way you once did things you may be like i didn't like how i did that you're allowed to change your mind on things and, and you know sometimes someone might point out to you well um, how come you, um, change your mind? Like, you know, you're, they might attack you for, for changing your mind on something, but you're allowed to change. Changing your mind is a good thing. It means that you might've looked at a situation and said to yourself, well, I don't like the way I did that before. Uh, that doesn't align with my values anymore. Or I, I started to think about the situation, I watched a video which made me change my mind about how I feel about guns or uh, the abortion law or things along those lines you 're allowed to change your mind, and it 's not a bad thing to change your mind if someone tries to make you feel bad about changing uh, uh, who you are um, and about growing. That becomes toxic and that needs to be addressed. So just remember that you have the right to grow, change, and change your mind. So number 23 on our list is I have the right to make mistakes. And for a perfectionist out there, yes, you have the right to make mistakes. And when you're in these relationships, sometimes um, uh, people or abusers, or toxic people pounce on it if you make a mistake. But mistakes are natural. Everyone makes mistakes. No one is perfect. You shouldn't be guilted about it. You shouldn't have to feel shame about making a mistake. You know, once a mistake happens, you try to figure out, okay, how did that mistake happen? How can I learn from it and and, and move forward from that? You don't need someone breathing down your neck about every little tiny minutiae That you might have done wrong and those ones are really big because there could be a kernel of truth to something that might have happened if you're making a mistake which can then really start an even bigger conundrum within you because you start to believe the lies you're told but remember you are allowed to make mistakes number 23 i have the right to make mistakes everyone makes mistakes no one is perfect it's about learning from them moving forward and you should not be shamed or guilted at all. Number 24 on our list. I have the right to make my own decisions. And this one is all about autonomy. And you have the right to make your decisions about anything. About any belief you have. Uh, going to the store. Uh, you're not an extension of someone else. You know, When we're talking about family stuff. You're not an extension of your parents. You have the right to your autonomy and you have the right to make any decision that you seem fit. This is your life. And if someone has a problem with your decisions, then that is uh, their problem. And if they're doing it as a way to control you um, or manipulate you into uh, changing whatever decision you made by using guilt, uh, by using fear, by Obligation, that's not healthy. So, you have the right to make your own decisions. So, the last one on our list is number 25. I have the right to be free of fixing other adults' emotional issues. And I think this is a really interesting one to kind of finish on because a lot of times we get into these situations. Because um, we get to we 're seen um, for in, in a way where it fills our emotional needs, but then as the the relationship goes on you 're trying to fill the abuser or the toxic person 's emotional needs, and your needs aren 't getting met anymore, and you start fixing you start fixing um, which isn 't just a really bad place uh, to be in, so you just have to remember that you have the right to be free of fixing other people's emotional uh, issues. It's everyone's, um, everyone has responsibility to fix their own. You can't fix that for someone else, no matter how much you want them to change and how much you're trying to help them change. Uh, Cause there are a lot of fixtures out there who think that, that they can, they can do that. that. That's just not, it's just not possible. Everyone has to take the responsibility for themselves. And uh, just remember that you have the right to be free of fixing other adults' emotional problems. So that is our our list. That's our list of 25. Uh, I I wanted to do this uh, one for a bit of time. I didn't know how I was going to do it or how I was going to get involved, but those words from Evan Stark uh, when I talked to him always um, kind of been in my head, and I think this is a really good uh, starting point for um, this episode, but also for a little bit of a change within the podcast of the survivor stories of me pointing this stuff uh, out. And I know I've been doing things and some people get set in their ways and I get set in my ways of how I like the podcast to go and the flow of everything. But I think it's going to be important uh, going forward. And it might not be overnight because I forget a lot of these things when I'm uh, talking within, within the show. But, um, you know, remembering what your rights are is important and we're going to start calling them out more. Um, and, uh, hopefully that will help to, um, you know, you being more empowered, um, and in, in your relationships, but just in all, uh, parts of your life and and trying to be in a healthy relationship in the aftermath uh, of abuse as well. So a really big thank you to Evan Stark for kind of instilling this in me. And, um, hopefully we can, you know, bring this to light and, and create more movement for people to leave. Uh, as well so now um, this is the end of this part but if you want to be a guest on our Survivor Story episodes please do go to NarcissistApocalypse.com top of the page there's a button that says guest form when you click on that button it takes you to our guest form page Um, read all of the instructions please please read all of it it's needed um, to help me get a better understanding of your story And then either email me at NarcissistApocalypse at gmail.com or fill out our guest form page and press the submit button. And for those out there, ah, I'm fumbling over my words. I've been talking straight here. So I'm getting kind of tired. But for those of you who want to be um, supported, who need more support, we have our very own support group. So go to our website at NarcissistApocalypse.com, click on the support group button, Uh, In our support group, we have our very own um, forum boards on there, and they're safe. It's a safe social network. It's away from Facebook. Um, We have our very own Zoom meetings on Wednesday nights and Saturday nights and Thursday afternoon. And we have episodes that never made it to air. We have ad-free episodes on there as well. And if you just want to support our show, because our our show needs as much support as possible, please do uh, join our support group. It helps support everyone. And... What else here? Our last thing on our list, if you need even more support, please do go visit our friends at DomesticShelters.org. At DomesticShelters.org, they have free resources. They have articles that can help you understand the situation that you are in. They can connect you with shelters as well. It's a wonderful organization and website, DomesticShelters.org. You go there to access that free resource today. And that is it for our show today. I'm getting pretty tired right now. Uh, I've been talking straight for a while. And so that's it. Uh, I hope that you really enjoyed this episode of a Relationship Bill of Rights. And I hope you have a good night.